G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's come back to the Morrison government's religious discrimination bill that's been tabled in the federal parliament, focusing in on elements of the bill today that affect our schools. Christian schools and their communities across Australia have welcomed the release of the Religious Discrimination Bill 2021. They say the bill fulfills a promise made by the Prime Minister prior to the last federal election and ensures that the full suite of fundamental human rights now have protection in Commonwealth law. Mark Spencer is Director for Public Policy at Christian Schools Australia. Mark's joining us. Mark, welcome along to 2020. Thanks for having me again, Neil. Mark, this has been a long time coming, hasn't it? Uh, how does this bill ease your concerns? It certainly has been a long time coming, uh, Neil, both both in, in uh, the time for this this particular bill. Um, and we're now talking about a bill that's had two public exposure drafts uh, and extensive consultation, extensive number of submissions on that. I can't actually think of any piece of legislation introduced in the federal parliament that's that's had that sort of extensive consultation prior to a bill being introduced. So there's certainly been a lot of discussion around that that's taken a period of time. But if you wanted to go right back in, in history, you can go back to 1998 when the, H- the Human Rights Commissioner then recommended this sort of legislation be introduced to the, the Commonwealth suite of uh, discrimination protections. So a bill like this that recognises and gives effect to the right to freedom of religion and belief, this is something that you're clearly celebrating. Of course, it's not through the parliament, it's not law yet, but these early signs, very positive. Look, it was, it was great, Neil, to see that the Prime Minister himself tabled a bill last week um, into the parliament. That's, that's an unusual practice. It's not something you commonly see, but it does show how committed he is personally to this piece of legislation. Um, but also we've had a, over recent days a very strong commitments to uh, religious freedom from the opposition leader, Anthony Albanese, and uh, various members of, of uh, both sides of Parliament have been uh, uh, very clear in their support for religious freedom. Of course, the big concern that you've held was around the ability for Christian schools to employ people who held to the ethos of that Christian school. Do you think that the provisions in the bill are as watertight as they need to be to ensure that's going to happen? Well, depending on who you're talking to, I think if you're if you're asking any lawyer, nothing's ever going to be watertight enough, um, and there's probably also always going to be room for improvement. And you know, this is the first introduction, the first uh, time this bill's been introduced. We've seen you know, the equivalent legislation, the Age and Sex Discrimination Act's been you know, improved and tweaked over time, and I expect that will happen with, with this bill in the normal course of events. But certainly what this bill does is, is for the first time, it provides a national and nationally consistent basis uh, for all Christian schools uh, to be able to make sure that we can employ staff who share our faith and beliefs. 
Um, you know, we need to have a, a public policy available around that, and that's that's okay. We've got nothing to hide. We're we're not trying to, uh, you know, secretly uh, impose requirements. We've been quite upfront with what we expect. Happy to do that. And now we've got bases uh, to to then employ and and uh, make sure we have staff who maintain that that uh, ethos, that that beliefs and values we need. Uh, given that education is a state issue, are you confident that the provisions in this federal bill will do what they're intended to do and override uh, some of the state provisions that are trying to water down uh, those employment provisions? Yeah, and that's been raised as a, as a so-called controversial part of this legislation. Um, but but really, I, I don't think anyone would accept any of the other uh, Commonwealth-protected uh, attributes being watered down by state and territory legislation. I mean, no one, no one would realistically accept the, the Race Discrimination Act or the Sex Discrimination Act or the Age Discrimination or Disability Discrimination Act being undermined by state or territory legislation. Um, so uh, I'm not sure that it's actually quite that controversial that you know in this piece of legislation, and it might be something that they look to go back and and retrofit into other areas of law if they need to. But it makes sure that the states and territories don't undermine this fundamental human right being protected uh, at a federal level. Well, the government is going to be pursuing what they hope will be a bipartisan approach to this bill. Any thoughts on where the leader of the opposition, Anthony Albanese, stands on this particular bill? Yeah, certainly in recent days he's, he's made very positive comments about uh, you know, religious freedom and its importance, shared his uh, story and history of being involved in a, uh, in a, in a Catholic school that was very generous uh, to his mother uh, around fees and the support he had. Um, we're certainly hopeful that you know, a bill like this, which it really is, is not controversial, despite what some people are claiming. It's very similar to the other Commonwealth uh, discrimination legislation. We think it should have pretty strong bipartisan support and be able to go through the parliament fairly quickly, hopefully before the next election. When we talk faith, when we talk Christian schools and how religion is implemented as a freedom here, faith is lived with others and uh, we've got to move on this direction and we've got to move in one accord together. And of course, if you don't have some sort of protection there, then everybody's doing their own thing, going different ways. How important is it to have this freedom to be able to live and work out our faith, given that protection from the government? It's absolutely vital. I mean, we we all know as people of faith, it's it's not something we do in isolation. It's not even something we do just on on Sunday or whatever your day of worship is, if you uh, worship another faith tradition. But, you know, it's something that we do do with others. It's it's a communal uh, faith that we have as Christians, particularly. Do not cease to have the habit of meeting together. And that meeting together is not just for worship on Sunday, but also uh, for staff in our schools, for worship, workship, you know, as some people describe it, during the week, uh, living out their faith 24-7 in their, in their roles, uh, in a Christian school or in a, another religious body. Now, it's not all through yet, because it's got to go through the Senate and uh, likely off to some form of Senate inquiry, and it may not be voted on and may not become law till sometime next year. And I guess you hope that nothing much will change, uh, perhaps some fine-tuning, some tweaking here and there. But how 
much does it honour those who've gone before that you can maintain this level of religious freedom? Because what was the possibility of not being able to employ Christians uh, in a school, those who are in agreement with the ethos of a school, uh, how important is it to reflect on, on just how significant it is that all of the hard work that's gone into this from the past uh, is not being lost? Yeah, and this is certainly the, the uh, midpoint, probably not the end point, but let's say the midpoint of a very long journey. A lot of people have put a lot of hard work uh, into uh, maintaining this freedom, protecting this freedom over the years. And, and the bill itself is the... As I said, the the reflection of a long, extensive consultation period already. Um, we may have a Senate inquiry. I hope that it's a, it's a fairly quick inquiry. They can do that. Because this really is a bill that's had a lot of consultation on it. And it is a bill that reflects the uh, um, uh, long-held recommendations of many previous inquiries over the years. As I said, going back to the earliest one I could find was 1998. Now, this isn't something that has just sprung overnight. It's been well-considered, well-thought-out, consistent with international law, consistent with the practices in many other of the Anglophile countries. It's a fundamental protection and it deserves to be, be protected. As listeners are following this bill now, as it comes through all of these processes towards being law, uh, to being those protections, there's a sense here, isn't there, that if there is a battle fought and some of the provisions are lost, uh, it can take away all of the meaningfulness of what you bring in Christian schooling. So uh, there no doubt will be some battles ahead over the coming months and uh, something that you'll no doubt want listeners to respond to when there's a call for action. I mean, we've already seen, Neil, and, and uh, I think it's uh, no surprise that there, there are people who are opposed to this bill. They are opposed to religious freedom. They're fundamentally opposed to religion at the, at the nub of it. And they're a very vocal minority, very organised minority, a very um, uh, fervent minority, shall I say. And, and now there is a campaign being raised uh, at the moment. We've, we've seen some of the uh, advocacy activist groups talking about their fundraising, and uh, you know, we expect to see uh, celebrities, former, former celebrities, former sports people heading up TV campaigns around this bill. There's going to be a lot of pressure on the government and the parliamentarians to, to have second thoughts about this. So we need to make sure that people of faith, of, of all faiths, uh, ensure that their MPs know where they're, sta- they're standing on this and know that they support this type of protection. And that's going to be vital to ensure that there is no wavering or second thoughts on the, on the process on the way through. So first step, you might say, is in favour of the Christians when it comes to these freedoms and uh, legislated freedoms at that. Uh, But there are going to be times when those are going to be challenged and you'll need supporters to be able to stand with you and to perhaps be a part of campaigns that you yourself will run. If I point people to the Christian Schools Australia website, there's lots of things on there that people can find out about Christian schools. But that's going to be the central place where you're going to be calling on supporters to to take action when required, csa.edu.au. That's the main hub. Well, probably for, for these sort of things, uh, we've got a more sort of public, uh, publicly accessible site is, is valuedvoices.org.au. Uh, a place really for parents and members of the community interested in making sure that we continue to have faith-based schools or Christian schools, uh, valuedvoices.org.au slash 
Religious Freedom is a particular page for, for this bill and, and we'll be updating that. Now we've got the bill introduced, we'll, in the next couple of days we'll have copies of the bill available there and some analysis that people can, can read to understand the bill and what it means and, and, and what it means for them. And, and also the ability to, to contact easily their, their local uh, federal MPs and, and federal senators to, to make sure that their voice can be heard. Um, we value people's voices. We think their voices should be valued. And that's the, the site to go to, uh, valuedvoices.org.au. No doubt some listeners uh, will be thinking it's good to hear Mark uh, sounding a little lighter because of step one here. So valuedvoices.org.au forward slash religious freedom because there will be some challenges along the way. And also the CSA website, Christian Schools Australia, csa.edu.au. Mark Spencer, thanks so much for your update today on 2020. Thanks again, Neil. You're doing a wonderful job. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.